0: What is up, my good, gorgeous people? I am Curtis Cooper. This is Deconstructing, and I am joined by my iconic friend, Delaney Harris, for season two. What is up, though?
1: Season two. uh, That's my favorite adjective you've used, iconic.
0: Iconic. Well, I mean, everybody knows who you are, Del. You're kind of like (laughs) who everyone is talking about at all (laughs) times.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm doing well. How are you doing?
0: I am doing pretty good. Um, If anybody notices that my audio is a little bit different, I am doing this via car due to various plans, but uh, that does not stop the deconstruction machine.
1: Yes. Thank you so much also for recording later so that I could make it. I had to work later than I thought I would.
0: I got you, fam. Awesome. So. Del, let's get down to business because uh, I, uh, I have a memo in front of me. Something Ooh. has been revealed to me. Okay. And that is that uh, our audience and people at large, I'm looking at you. You guys are touching yourselves, aren't you?
1: Well, maybe not right now.
0: They might be right now while we're recording this. Who <laughs> oh, knows gosh. what people are into, you know?
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> so, Del masturbation is a thing that exists in our world is it not
1: it is yes it's <laughs> highly highly debated whether it's a good thing or a bad thing with the sin or not in the Christian community it's, and in it's... the
0: medical community
1: really I did not know that
0: yeah like I am not an expert on masturbatory research that is totally a word it's got to be a word it right? is now yeah just made it a word. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've read a few articles where it's like, yeah, like, um, there's some like, it, it's more like fringe science where like people argue that like, oh, it's really bad for you and your health and your body and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. but I'd say that by and large, the scientific community is more, at least in our modern times, pro masturbation. Okay. As opposed to anti, um, but, uh, we can, we can talk about that later. Um, so Dell you you're on the streets you are reading what the streets are saying what are the streets the christian streets saying about masturbation at least in your walk of life
1: in my walk of life you know what's interesting is that i didn't really hear heard, i didn't really hear it talked about until i was in i think i want to say college actually is when i really started to hear i
0: feel like that's like 75 percent of the topics we discuss yeah, you're really like i didn't really is... heard it discussed until college
1: Yeah. And to be honest, I think hmm. I think it was frowned upon. I well, I know. I know it was frowned upon in like a lot of the classes I took, which were religion based.
0: In a school which will not be named.
1: In a school which will not be named. It was a religious school though, so that's why it was Mm -hmm. so yeah. And so I wonder I wonder what my experience would have been had I gone to a non-religious school and if that would have shifted even if it was a private school that was not religious in it's um, viewpoint of that topic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What has your experience been in your walk of life? Oh man. Like topic is perceived.
0: I have heard all kinds of things in regards to touching yourself, jerking off all the fun terms, you know, Um, and uh, starting with one of the wilder, ones. I've heard that uh, some people argue on the fringes of society, will say, that uh, at least uh, male ejaculation that is not for procreative purposes is Mm -hmm. a form of abortion because you're letting your sperm die.
1: I've heard that. That's a kind of a wild concept. What do you think on that?
0: Oh, I think that's silly. And uh, that if you believe that, I would A, love to have a wonderful christ-like conversation with you about it hmm. um and why you believe that way um Interesting. but uh yeah i mean it's it kind of goes back to like what we were i mean we've had a full-on abortion conversation um which should be back up at the at the time of this posting for this episode um But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just don't think that uh, that's a solid argument for, like, why you shouldn't, like, masturbate and all that. And it only goes, like, for one way, for one gender, so you can't really, like, apply that to everybody.
1: Hmm, Um, Interesting. That's a good point. I hadn't thought of it like that.
0: Yeah. Um, But I think that the biggest, and I would probably say, like, the strongest argument that um, more conservative Christians have against masturbation is that it is inherently tied into lust. Or at least a lot of people believe that. And um, that you can't really like pleasure yourself without lusting after somebody or thinking impure thoughts. Del, what do you think about that idea? Have you heard that idea thrown around before?
1: Yes, I have heard that idea thrown around before. I think... um... I do think they're tied, but I don't think they're tied necessarily. Okay. I think that they're tied in like the American definition of what we perceive mm. lust to be and lust to be. I don't know that that's necessarily what God was condemning when he, and I'm not God. I'm not speaking for God. just Breaking my news
0: still underst- is not God.
1: I am not God. But my understanding of what I've read in scripture, I don't think that those that, that kind of lust is what was being um, damned biblically. Okay. Yes.
0: Can you like um, expand on that a little bit?
1: Yeah. So again, not a theologian, just a person who's read the Bible out of curiosity more than anything. There we and go. And I think, I think that the lust that is spoken about in the Bible is more of a selfish kind of lust. And yes, mm-hmm. sexual pleasure, pleasure to a point is selfish, but it's also the way our brains are designed. We're designed to want a sexual connection or a sexual connection, physical connection, even with ourselves, that stimulation is still desirable. In fact, sometimes it's more desirable than being with a partner in some ways Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and for some people. And I think that not, that necessarily is not a damned kind of lust. I think lust that is damned is when it violates somebody else. And it can be, Mm. even if it's not like something they know about, you can be, um, what's the word I'm looking you can oh, what's the word I'm looking for violate violate but not in like a literal sense but yeah. yeah violate someone without their knowledge just in your own mind and there's like a way you can do it that's disrespectful and I think that's more of the lust that I think when I read it in scripture now I don't know what exactly the scripture was talking about I would love to know so if someone knows tell me but that is kind of my understanding of it
0: Yeah. And like, I think that the scripture most people point to is um, when Jesus is telling the multitude, the disciples, um, if you even look at a woman to lust after her, then you've sinned against her in your heart. Mm -hmm. And I think that with the Bible and sex, you kind of have to, A, obviously look at the cultural context about what sexual values they had. And also like, the consistency at which the Bible addresses sex. And for most, most examples of like sexual laws in the Bible were designed basically to just prevent people from raping other people mm-hmm. and from hurting other people. Mm-hmm. And usually the most vulnerable populations being like children, women, um, the impoverished, all of that, all of that, all of those subsections of people. And I am very, like, inclined to read into what Jesus is saying in that way as well. When, um, if you think, if you think of, like, violent, lustful thoughts towards someone, then yeah, of course, that's definitely a sin. Um, at least, like, how we would define sin. And you can go look up our episode about sin, about how we define sin. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, uh, we're slowly making our own religion, though, I hope you realize.
1: I'm kind of Taoist in the way we're doing it, but yeah. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a bit.
0: Um but yeah, I think uh I think lust is a very it's a very vague topic in the Bible. It's a very vague topic in just America. But you said that um the way that Americans think of lust is different. Kind of talk about that a little bit.
1: Um i said that the, the way americans think of lust is different yeah. yes so okay so i think when when i hear the word lust just just the word plainly is lust i think of it being more as a um almost a creepy kind of a word it's almost like it's looked at as if it is something that's sinful and evil and awful and disgusting and gross and i don't think that necessarily it is i think i think sexual desire is natural and normal yeah. and i'm not sure why maybe it's not just american culture but i just i've talked about this before i feel that the american culture is very like shy when it comes to the topic of sex
0: oh it is very and shy. It, it, it's taboo and on the other side it's fetishized because like people think of it as dirty yes
1: yes Exactly.
0: And I think that expanding on that idea of like kind of how Americans view it, Americans and especially American Christians have this view that you cannot have a sexual experience without someone to direct it towards. Now, whether that be like a partner, even a partner within marriage um, or like just watching porn, is like you have to have like some kind of trigger or some kind of like thing to receive your sexuality. And I think that's such a narrow view of human sexuality. And it's honestly a tragic view because you kind of hinted at this and this is definitely like one of the big points I want to get across in uh, this episode. Um, I do not believe that just masturbation in general is morally wrong. I just don't think that that is a blanket statement that is accurate um, because I think that there's so much more to sexuality than someone receiving your sexuality. Oh. Sexuality is, is a state of being and of experiencing. And um, I remember clearly um, a com- a locker room conversation in high school where uh we're just kind of like talking like jokingly, but also like kind of serious about like, hey, so like um, Christians believe that like masturbation is wrong as long as you're lusting. And then one of the guys in the locker room was like, well, yeah, so like if you're just jerking off and like looking at a wall, it's fine. And like, that's that's how a lot of people view it. It's like, oh yeah, like you just kind of have to like empty your mind. Well, first of all, that's not very much of a turn on. So I don't know why you're doing that. <laughs> But second of all, like people have a hard time decoupling sex from lusts because we live in a pornified culture where, like, people are objectified and seen as objects to receive sexuality, not experience it. And masturbation and, like, just self pleasure and self exploration. I think is more about exploring yourself and kind of experiencing like how your body responds to like positive stimuli and like just Mm -hmm. navigating that. Like you don't have to think about other people while you're doing it and you don't have to empty your mind. Like if, if there is anybody who's listening to this, who's like, Hey, so like, I was brought up this way. I feel guilty about doing this, but I'm curious about like deconstructing this. I'd say like, just like, explore yourself sometime individual. It doesn't matter what gender you are um, because our bodies are beautiful miracles. Would you agree with that though?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And like part of just part of life is like experiencing your body, eating things that are good, drinking things that are good, doing good things for your body, like working out. And I think having a sexual relationship with yourself is just as key. Because it practically, it helps you figure out like what you like doing to your body. Therefore, when you have a partner or get married and your partner's like, Hey, so like, what should I do to you? And you're like, well, I know for sure that I like this, this, and this and bam you're off to the races Mm. but if you have no idea of like what how your body operates and like that's a one-way ticket to getting traumatized in some way even by someone that you love
1: you know i see your point i do disagree slightly
0: yes give me some disagreements we don't have enough of those
1: (laughs) i think well i do think that okay backing up a little bit you mentioned um being able to tell your partner what you like and don't like is an easy, well, not easy, but it's a comfortable place to be. It's a comfortable place to be. And I do agree with that. It is a comfortable place to say like, Oh, I know I like this. I know I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Let's try this. I don't know if I like that. That's like, that's comfortable. However, I do think that there is something beautiful in learning that. And you mentioned it can be traumatizing. Absolutely. But I think there's also something beautiful in going through trauma with your partner even though it's not something that we like want to bring upon ourselves or we intentionally mm-hmm. bring on ourselves going through it is still something I think is very like relational and I think it's key to building relationships and I don't necessarily think that like losing that is a bad thing like there's people out there who have had experiences with other people and when they meet their partner they won't be like their first time
0: oh well, yeah absolutely yeah
1: but there are people who have waited and have waited intentionally for that and so I don't think that necessarily waiting and experiencing it all with one person including masturbation is bad and like becoming traumatized to so that is a bad thing I do think that it's good to kind of explore yourself because I think it builds independence mm-hmm. but again I don't think that it's necessarily required if that makes sense
0: So, okay, just to kind of recap. Yeah. um, You feel like someone who might have been raised to, like, and internalizes the belief themselves that Mm -hmm. masturbation slash sex outside of marriage is wrong um, should um, get married and, like, whatever happens happens with their partner. But I feel like it takes... It would take a special partner to navigate through that with.
1: Yeah, I think
0: because I I mean, I feel like I don't think it's morally wrong to like obviously not masturbate like that's your choice. That's your body. You have everybody has agency over their bodies 100% of the time. But I do think that there's I do think that there's ideal situations and non-ideal situations
1: Hmm.
0: where like if you don't know anything about your body, then you're going to have a rough time.
1: I think it's possible. I don't think it's necessarily, necessarily probable. Yeah. I
0: feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm still speaking too much in absolutes. So I apologize for that. I tend to do that sometimes. No, as actually,
1: everybody knows. It's actually something nice to bring to the conversation because even though like you and I just agree on this topic, hearing like, I think it's like a good perspective to have and to hear from your perspective, the absolute perspective. I've always valued that about you.
0: Oh, I appreciate that.
1: Of course. Yeah.
0: And I feel like I'm always looking to grow towards a more, like, fluid, chill place. Yes. And I, th- I, think, I think I'm think i doing a good job at doing that.
1: You are. And I think because I think we balance each other out really well because I'm very kind of nonchalant and laid back to the point where, like, I've been in really bad situations and you've been like, what the hell, Dell? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? And so I think that we balance each other out in that because I can, like, when I come to you and something's happened, I'm like, oh, it's happened. You're like, what? Like you you're able to tell me like the black and white, like mm. what the fuck kind of stuff.
0: Like the canary in the coal mine. Have you heard that you've heard that phrase, right?
1: No, I like that oh, phrase gosh. though. There
0: there, there are there's certain phrases I use that nobody has heard of unless they're like 30 I like years old. What's us. it mean? So canary in a coal mine is um basically back when a lot of people worked in mines, mm-hmm. they kept a canary in a cage in the mines and the canary would like chirp and sing and stuff well when the gases got too noxious in the mine then the canary would stop singing and die so when they stopped hearing the chirping they were like oh we got to get out of the mine so it's kind of like a warning system
1: where uh
0: so the phrase canary in a coal mine is like a warning so uh, I i guess i kind of have done that for you in the past where like Something is happening, and you're like, "I don't really know how to navigate this." And I'm like, "So this is bad." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I feel like we all have people who say that to us at different points in life. It's not just Dell. Definitely. And there are definitely people who have told me like, "Hey, like, you should like be a little sturdier on this." Like, someone is doing something to you that's not okay. And I'm like, "Oh, wow, really?"
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: Uh, um. But anyway, yeah, I, I appreciate your perspective as well, Dell. And I and I do think that like beauty and like synergy and communication and relationships can come from any place. Mm -hmm. And if you value communication and trust with your partner, like then I I do believe that like a lot of things can be navigated and overcome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've seen, this is something I want to talk about in a future episode, but I've seen, write it down, Huh? write it down, write it down, I need to put it in our (laughs) notes app.
0: Um,
1: I've seen Th- these people on tiktok who have because you mentioned that relationships can come out of like any place like good relationships uh-huh. i've seen this person on tiktok a couple of people on tiktok who've, whose husband has cheated on them and had a child and then gotten back together with them
0: whoa and, like
1: kept, yes and like they raised the child like as it's like a stepmom and i think that's incredible and i don't i don't think it's like a ideal situation again but having that like capacity to like heal with someone is beautiful anyway I want to talk about that in a future episode. That That'd be interesting. yeah
0: yeah I feel like um it, it's weird because like I don't know if I would want to specifically invite someone who's been cheated on to join us for that episode but I feel like that perspective would be valuable
1: yeah definitely I don't but know how do you ask someone hey
0: episode. so like so like someone like uh cheated on you can you come on our podcast
1: All right <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do we start that conversation we will yeah. we will put that one uh in the old uh laboratory and cook something up for you guys yes um but yeah um so Dell, what is your christian moral opinion about masturbation i've kind of like hinted and like explained like what mine kind of is
1: yes so, reflecting back a couple episodes, well, many episodes, to <laughs> our conversation on We're sexuality. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary. Oh, I know, right? Isn't that crazy? Oh, my goodness. So, reflecting back on our episode on sexuality, I think... Um, I don't think sexuality, again, is evil. It should be frowned upon. I don't think any of that. I think it's a beautiful thing that's been demonized in our culture. And mm-hmm. I think masturbation falls under that umbrella where it's, yeah, it's become... just another
0: sexual expression.
1: Exactly. And I think a sexual relationship with yourself is kind of important to a point Absolutely. it doesn't have to be masturbation, but like an understanding of your sexuality, where you what what you like about yourself sexually, even just the way yeah, you a look sense of your it.
0: sexual self.
1: Exactly. The way you look, the way you move, the way you talk, just just your sensuality, just your sexuality. Embracing that, understanding that, and that can come with masturbation. I think that's super important to understand not only who you are, but who you are in a relationship and in a partnership. And I don't think that you can get there necessarily without kind of understanding your own physiology. And it doesn't have to be masturbation, but I mean, it very well can be. I don't think it's a sin. I don't think it's evil. I think it's part of that process. But I know people who are just, it weirds them out to masturbate. Oh, yeah. And some
0: people are just not into it.
1: Yeah. Some people are just like, oh, I'm good, you know? And some people it just like, it's so like central and electric. They're like, I think I'm going to wait, which is fine. It doesn't necessarily have to be for everybody, but I think just knowing like, like maybe if you like rub your shoulder and you know that's something you like, then that's part of your, like your, your nervous system. It's part of what you enjoy sexually. That's important to know in addition to like what you enjoy in the other regions. Nice. If that makes sense.
0: (laughs) And I think it's just like anything else. Like you want to be emotionally aware before you get into a relationship, right? I feel like that's important. Yes. Um, you want to be aware of your emotions, how you regulate them, how you deal with them, how you process them. Um, ideally, before you're in like a long term relationship where mm-hmm. like you shouldn't expect that person to like fix that for you. Right. And I think it's the same thing with like sexuality and identity where it's like, yeah, like I am aware that I exist sexually as myself apart from this person. Mm hmm like this person does not complete me I am a complete person myself and what does that look like for me
1: yeah Mm -hmm. exactly and I think it's especially important too when you're venturing into like your first sexual experience Mm. because if you this is kind of going into like a what if situation but if you go into like a relationship and you have your first sexual experience and that ends and all you know is that and you don't think like you don't have the experience or even the knowledge of your own sexual sexuality and able to sexually please yourself i think it can, can create an unhealthy attachment to that person that you are interacting absolutely. with absolutely
0: yeah and and maybe even aside from that person just like an unhealthy need to like latch on to a different person to like fill that.
1: Uh-huh. Exactly. When like yeah. You're just
0: freaking out because you don't know your own body.
1: Right. Definitely.
0: 100% agree with that. So yeah, Adele, what other thoughts do you have about this? You know, it, it, it's certainly a, uh, certainly a spicy topic in our, it, in the circles we run in.
1: It is a spicy topic. And I think, I, to be honest, I think a lot of our podcast topics scare people because of how spicy they are. Like we're very like blunt in what we talk about <laughs> and open about like our yeah, own. Yeah, because we've talked about this type
0: of stuff for years.
1: Yeah, like this is something like even like in our friend group we talk about and it's not weird. Like our large friend group, we talk about yeah. it's not weird. It's just it's just part of part of like being human, honestly. And I think it's something that we shied away from in conversation in decades past, and it's something we've learned to embrace as a culture, which I think is beautiful. Mm. But, um, no, I think that our conversation pretty much covers my wide Ooh, I do I do have
0: it. I do have one thing I'd like to tack on and like ask oh, you yeah. about hey, so hey, that, what about. about what about gender differences like is there a, a different way that society views male masturbation versus female masturbation?
1: You know, I think there is. And tell me more. so, this is only from my experiences of talking with people um in my life both friends and strangers people have talked to i feel like that's what we're
0: both drawing from
1: yes so i have noticed that when a woman talks about masturbation or when a woman's when 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 the masturbation is discussed about a woman it's considered almost attractive and Mm -hmm. interesting and when a man is the the topic of him masturbating is considered gross and almost Mm -hmm. like frowned upon like almost like he is less than like it's shameful
0: yeah like he's he's like emasculated because of it because like oh you can't find somebody
1: Right, and it's like, it's almost like the shameful thing, like, oh, like, you're so, um, what's the word when you, you're desperate, you're so desperate, you have to masturbate. Mm-hmm.
0: Or like, and you're a, a woman, it's
1: like, oh, you masturbated? Oh, you can please yourself. Oh, that woman can please herself. And I think that's kind of messed up.
0: You know, that is totally messed up.
1: Yeah. So that's what I think about it. What do you think?
0: Yeah, and I think that, um, well, because like, you, you take a look, like, and we will talk about this like ad nauseum in an episode Mm -hmm. probably in the semi near future but like porn is aimed primarily at men yes because men have been taught that their sexuality is inherently filthy like Mm -hmm. and women have been taught that too but in a different way I feel like um whereas like women are just taught not to do it whereas men are taught like hey like you can do all this like crazy stuff but just like make sure nobody finds out about it and like feel lots of shame about it and um because of that then um and there and there's also the fact that like just porn in general like fetishizes women masturbating way more than men. Mm. And like society as a whole and like it 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 speaks to like we've talked a couple times in the past about like just the fetishization of the female body and how it's yeah. like seen as like this fun secret thing whereas and are just like, yep, we have penises. Mm-hmm. That's what we got. And like, right. it's not necessarily like as taboo of a thing to talk about. Right. So Del, um, let's end by both giving a little bit of advice. So Del, let's say someone comes to you and they're like, um, I don't know what I should feel about how I should feel about masturbation. What do you tell them?
1: I would tell them to reflect back on what they've been taught and then reflect back on the roots of why they think it's wrong. So if if they grew up believing that it was sinful, then explore why is it sinful? Mm -hmm. If they grew up believing it was just gross, explore why is it gross? And so really putting the question as to why at the root of the issue, because I think a lot of our issues or a lot of our opinions lie in our history and lie in what we were taught absolutely yes I have a a, um, someone in my grad school who always whenever someone whenever a client says something to her about themselves that is just like horrific or untrue or just sad or they say like a fact about the world that is just kind of twisted she always asks them oh who taught you that where Mm -hmm. does that come from and it's a very direct question but I think it's a really important question to ask
0: and And I think that and can I interrupt real quick absolutely and I think that um adding on to like asking those questions about like what you believe and why you believe it like ask yourself about like specific rules that you've been taught who does this benefit yeah like is there someone like benefiting from the fact that I believe this Mm -hmm. someone in power someone like that does not have my best interest in mind because if the answer to that is true then there's some messed up history with that rule
1: yeah and also like looking at the character of God like going back to the Christian basis cuz i'm a christian and so when i I would
0: identify as one of as one as well
1: yes and so when i deconstruct even though i'm very much so on the liberal end of things i still like look at the character of God even though sometimes i don't necessarily agree with what the church has taught me God himself i do look at and Christ himself yeah. and thinking about the character of God and the character of Christ it, some things just do not make sense that the church teaches and who God is. Some things is. just don't track. It does not track who God is and what the church teaches sometimes just do not align. And I would ask people who are curious about that if you think God, and uh, I'm gonna be very blunt, but do you think God would suppress your sexuality or he encouraged you to discover who you are? And maybe at the end of your discovery, you will discover that masturbation is not for you and that Mm -hmm. you don't think it's okay for you. But would he suppress you asking the question, is it or is it not? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Because God is not a God who suppresses your thinking and your quest to like find what's right for you.
1: Exactly. Yes. We are curious for a reason because we are made in the image of God and that involves curiosity as I learn, as I discover.
0: That deserves a snap. Unfortunately, I don't have a microphone to where you could hear me snap, but I am snapping. <laughs> so everybody, uh, you have your uh, nugget of dull wisdom to write down and put on a post, note, put in front of the mirror, look at it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you
1: say? So, oh, I mean, I kind of baked okay.
0: my answer into yours. We you did, like, yeah. Or like ask, ask who, what, who benefits from this rule and um, just like, is it bad to explore yourself? Mm-hmm. it's a bad to have body awareness because mm-hmm. like it's crazy to me to think that like it's my own body right like me touching my own body is wrong
1: right what the heck yeah
0: doesn't make sense nope but Dell, this was an exquisite conversation we've been kind of coming out with some shorter episodes lately just because like i'm not interested in like filibustering you're not interested in BSing and yeah. um, we'll have we'll, we'll vary in lengths as we as we go um, as we always do and especially with the longer ones they'll and the ones where we feature people those will be a little bit longer yes. but uh, I appreciate talking to you as always
1: yes I kind of like the short episode format too because I think it brings in like a short and sweet but like very direct to the point speaking yeah. of which I kind of want to give a disclaimer that I probably should be, be, have a given at the beginning But I have always tiptoed on our episodes and like been nervous to say my opinion. And I've decided that I don't care. I'm just going to say my opinion. If I offend you, I'm so sorry. I'll do my best to be sensitive. But I'm going to have an opinion.
0: (laughs) Del, your opinions are amazing. And I love that you've come to this realization.
1: Thank Thank you. You are fully supported by me. Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: But with that being said, this has been deconstructing with me, Curtis,
1: and me, Delaney.
0: As always, stay loose.
1: Stay loose.